cadence of it. What? How the rhythm of it. Rhythm Nation. Snarky Nation. Rhythm Nation. That's what Snarky Nation is. It sounds exactly like Janet Jackson. <gasps> no. I fucking nailed it. Put your knit back. <laughs> Janet. Damn it, Janet, you ruined the Super Bowl, you bitch. Slut. <laughs> what are women good for? Sluts. Nip slips. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, everybody. It's the Elemental Podcast, Patreon, woo, woo, woo. Uh, Jamie and I are eating cupcake. Woo, woo, woo. Yeah, woo, woo, woo. Woo, woo, woo. Well, on the Patreon, it's just woo, woo, woo. We're eating cupcakes. I don't know where you got these cupcakes from. Salted, assaulted cupcake. Assaulted cupcakes? <laughs> these cupcakes are assaulted! It did sound like I said that. Well, I have them. <laughs> the salted cupcake, right? Isn't that what it's called? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Why would you want a salty cupcake? I don't know why it's called that. I mean, you always put salt in baking products because it has to act with... Is it the baking soda or baking powder? One of them is what helps make them, I think, rise. I think. Really? I There's something to that. Yeah. See, I don't know anything about... Uh, I just don't know anything about baking or cooking or any of that nonsense. Oh, really? I managed to survive somehow, though. Well, because you probably bought things. Yeah, I don't... Prepare. When it's a when it's a potluck or right. you gotta bring a dish to pass or whatever, like I don't, right. I've never had to make anything. I, sometimes I feel bad about it, but then again, it's one of those things of like, I kind of like to know stuff, but then I'm like, I don't give a shit. No, with that, I quickly give up. Well, there's certain things that why do it if you can buy it. Sort of. Well, and it's also become, it's our society also is, um, why fix something if you can buy just buy something new? Like the whole, we just, I don't know if we talked about this or not. I had to buy a new washer, a washing machine yeah. for downstairs. The one we had after 15, 16 years finally took a shit and it was time for it to go. And so... Uh, we, we had the, we had a repairman come out to look at it and he was like yeah we can get you this part and then he was really trying to he was pushing this insurance mm -hmm. pretty hard and the insurance was 60 bucks a month and I'm like mm -hmm. fucking Jesus I can right. I can get a new washer every fucking year for that price like right. I just you know and it was like it'll cover all your appliances but I mean I have the washer the dryer the fridge and the stove and that's it mm -hmm. and like we rarely ever use the stove for anything other than like the burners up top, right? right? Yep. And the fridge, I mean, we're not beating the shit out of that. That thing should last forever too. So not every day, anyway. It should just be. Uh, there's no point in us right. for doing that. So we were looking around, and then someone suggested this place called Modern Appliance, and they fix and repair old appliances. They yeah, they refurbish it. So we went. And I can't lie, everybody. I was a little disappointed with this, with Modern, in that um, it they kept telling us to come back. Like, they didn't have a washer. 
And they're like, yeah, we went on like a Thursday or whatever it was. And like, yeah, come back on Monday. And I did. And they're like, yeah, we don't have any. Come back later in the week. And I did. And it, this kept going on for close to three weeks, I yeah. think. I and it, it's just more, um, again, I want to support a local business. I'd rather support those guys than say like Best Buy or some shit like yeah. that. But uh, after a while, you're like, Jesus Christ, guys, are you fucking lying to me? Like, quit stringing me along. But finally, we got one. You know, we paid, it was under $400 for them to come and deliver it and and everything else. So, it's it's, actually, I can't lie, everybody, there were problems right off the bat. For Mm -hmm. some reason, they're... uh, The spin cycle wasn't working, so there would just be water left in in the... washing machine which is not good clearly yeah well it wouldn't even spin out right right so they had uh so the guy came out and he did fix it we had like a 90 day warranty so he did come out and do it and it's pretty funny watching him do it because he's an older guy i i mean not older older he's probably in at least in the 60s and he just came out and it just felt like watching him it was like he had been hit by a truck because every move that he made, I think, felt it felt like he was just in pain. Every move he made. Every move he made <laughs> felt like he was going to die. <laughs> so, uh, but he came and he did it. And I got to see the innards of a washing machine, which was kind of weird. But, the innards? Uh, yeah, because I... he took the whole thing off. It was very strange. Well, yeah, you have to get to the innards to fix right, it. Right, right. But... I got frustrated when we tried to connect with them about the issue. Oh, yeah, that too, yeah. And they weren't uh, available. They didn't answer their phone. It kept ringing and ringing, and I was going to go over there and... Well, these dudes are very old school. I'm sure they don't have an answering machine. No, they don't. I'm sure there's no voicemail. They don't. So either they answer it or it just rings forever. Uh, And they also don't take credit cards. It's straight cash. Oh. I had to pay the fucker in cash. I didn't realize that. Oh, yeah, because I was like, huh. I was going to pay him before they delivered it. And I was like, yeah, you know, I, I'll just pay on my credit card. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, no, we're just cash. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, I don't have that kind of cash on me now. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it was like 380 bucks or whatever it was. And mm-hmm. he's like, well, you can just pay us on delivery. And, like, how many places still do that right. that are like, They'll show up to your house and they'll like just pay us now. Like mm-hmm. usually, like if you buy it from Best Buy, you buy it right fucking there, right. and then two weeks later, or whatever, they huh. deliver it to your door. But wow, yeah, it was very strange, that. very strange. So yeah, all cat, all very mm-hmm. old school. But if you live in Grand, I- I'm not going to not right. uh, endorse them. But uh, if you need like a new stove, refrigerator, washer dryer, whatever, uh, check them out. Um, what is, what, I want to say Modern Appliance, right? Yeah, That's it. Yeah. Modern Appliance over there on College, College, south of Leonard, north of the oh, 196. Yep. So, I think they have other locations, though, too. I don't know. There's like in Kent, yeah, there's a couple other locations in other towns. Oh. So check them out. I don't know where the fuck we're going with all of that. I don't either. But, We're all about tangents. Be patient. Be patient. We're all about tangents on the podcast. F- they are affordable. This is, oh, uh, first of all, I do need, I'm going to make an apology. Uh, I will apologize on the Patreon for the 20 subscribers. I will not apologize on the freebie because fuck that. If you want an apology, you got to pay for it. Oh my God. <laughs> Whether or not you deserve it, you got to yeah, pay for you it. You got to pay for it, bitch. <laughs> uh 
I I went off on my tirade about the military as I I've been known to do, mm-hmm. and uh, again I don't I, I I'm not a big fan of the military. Like I know we need it, and there we go, and all that. But I don't feel like everybody who in the military is a hero. I don't feel like everybody who is in the military deserves some sort of uh, respect than anybody else. I feel like it's a choice that you made, and good for you. Like if you want to be a cop. You're a cop. Good for fucking you. I don't feel like you deserve any kind of more respect or whatever than anybody else. Like, if you want to be a social worker like I did, fuck me. I went and I did it and I made a choice. And it's a shit fucking job. And I'll tell you this right now. uh, My life has been in more jeopardy than a lot of these other motherfuckers. When I'm going in and doing shit. And no one gives a fuck about a goddamn social worker. So I'm going to tell you, you make choices in your life. And if uh, you think this that you're going to get more, well, I'm getting to the goddamn fucking apology. <laughs> like, uh, I'll get to it when I fucking plus, get to it. You can't compare how dangerous your life was or how it was in danger compared to another thing when you've never been in that position. So you can't so, well, say that. Uh, yeah, uh, yes, I can. No. And I just did. What? I you just did. I did. There's no weight to it. What do you mean there's no way to it? Because you can't make a comparison when you've not been on that, in that other position. No, I can. Oh, whatever. I did. You can compare it, but it has but no backup. I did. I just said, I swear you to can, God. Why are you talking? It has no meaning. God, I wanted to do this alone. What was wrong with me? <laughs> Why did I have you here? Uh, but anyway. I um, ask that all the time. <laughs> so a guy uh, that I went to college with. And I was actually the uh, best man at his wedding, and uh, I went and he was he lived in Japan for a couple of years, and I went to go visit him when he lived in Japan, and there you all that. He got a hold of me the other day, and he was like, "Hey man, I listened to a bit of your podcast, and uh, I just wanted to give you uh, my point of view on things because he now has uh, he has three sons. The two oldest ones are now in the service. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, they have uh, bypassed uh, going to college or the workforce or whatever, and they've joined joined the service. They signed up. They're now in the army. I think they're both in the army. I, I could mm-hmm. be wrong. But okay. so he was talking about from his perspective about how it made sense for his kids to do it because there's the GI Bill, yeah, and that will help. What what the fuck are you doing? I need to sit on something harder. <laughs> Just so you heard, you know, everybody, you heard it right there. Jamie needs to sit on something harder. There. Um, so, uh, you know, he talked about from their perspective, like they could, they, the kids could not afford to go to college. He could not afford to help pay them for mm-hmm. college. He's like a music teacher mm-hmm. back in New York State and like podunk town. So I'm assuming he's probably making, I don't know, 50 grand a year or whatever. Probably yep. not a ton of money. So. Uh, you know, he's got three kids, so he's not going to be able to fucking put right. these kids, you know, college is crazy. So it's like, you know, it, uh, they can save up for college, you know, and they get all this and that and whatever. So, like, I get it, everybody. I get it. Like, if you're joining the Army, like, a lot of the things that I say are clearly for exaggeration. Uh, clearly to spark conversation. Clearly to provoke. Uh, clearly to troll. Right? I don't know. <laughs> that I am the greatest actor of all time. Sometimes I, you're doing that, but sometimes you mean it. 
So uh, Tom was telling me about the, you know, the stuff going on <laughs> with his kids. Well, that's his name. I Tom know, was telling was... me about the uh, situation with his kids and all. And I get it. Right? I get it. But sooner or later, shit happens because uh, sometimes our uh, fair leader, uh, doesn't matter who it is, mm -hmm. will send troops to some fucking place to kill brown people. So, uh, you know, we've we've yet to invade, like, Sweden. Maybe wow. maybe we're going to uh, invade Greenland, though. Maybe. We're going to fucking fight take it uh, over. Denmark. Take it over. We're going to take that motherfucker. Yep. Take it just because we want it. We're going to fucking shoot some whiteies about goddamn time. <laughs> yeah. Shoot those blue-eyed motherfuckers. Mm -mm. Yeah. Yeah. So there's my apology, Tom. You'll never hear it because uh, you don't subscribe That's to the Patreon. That's not an apology. What? I apologize. No, you didn't. What? And besides, this doesn't even make sense to me. What? Because that was on the regular podcast. Yeah. And if you truly, if you're going to address that, yeah. You need to do it on there, not on this. No, 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 no. What, yeah. what did I say? People, uh, right. People got to pay for the apology. This isn't even an apology. You're, what? You're talking about your friend and why his kids decided to go into military. Yeah. I get it. That's all you said. And then you still continued to just kind of not, I mean, rant, but not as escalated. And there was no sorry. There was no apology. I get it. That's it. Why are you laughing so hard? That's what it was. It's just, it's just I get it. Yeah, that's what you're saying. I know. That's how I apologize. No, that's not an apology. What? Yeah. Wrong. Tom, Tom I am sorry. That your kids join the military. You're awful. And I am not apologizing for that. <laughs> but what a thing, you know, also to have to make that decision. I get, well, I told in my conversation back and forth with Tom, I mean, I told Tom also, I was like, I understood where he was coming from, and I said to him what I said to you about, like, a lot of the shit I say is just to, to provoke and whatever, you mm -hmm. know. And, like, I, you know, if I were to have kids today, I sure as fuck would not tell them to go to college. Mm -hmm. I would not necessarily encourage them to go to uh, the military either. Mm -hmm. I mean, if they chose to, I wouldn't stop them, but I would want to lay out all the right, facts. All the options of, yep. And go, okay, look at, look at this shit. Because, like, again, I think when you sign up, it's four years, right? Like you gotta, I it's think four, so, yeah. Like, it's not like two years. No. It's like four. And four years, pretty fucking long time, right? Mm -hmm. That's a pretty long time. Right, and, like, right. you're pretty much, you, you don't have any control over shit. Like, when you, you work, when you have a real job, you at least have control over where I live and uh, my schedule and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. When they're, you're in the army, they're like, all right, motherfucker, you're right. moving to South Carolina. All right, motherfucker, you're getting on a boat and you're headed to fucking Japan. Mm -hmm. All right, motherfucker, now we're sending you to Germany or whatever. I'm like, what? I don't fucking right. want to do any of this bullshit, right. but you don't have any say-so and all that stuff. Right. So. so that's part of, yeah, the commitment. Right, so clearly lay everything out. And also it's because these people are what's known as adults. And adults... Because we're going to get into this situation a little bit later in this podcast. Adults can make decisions for themselves. 
Yes. That's a good thing, right? Yep. That is a great thing. Mm-hmm. So I would actually, I would probably, if I had children today, I would encourage them probably to go more into like a trade, mm-hmm. to be honest. We've talked about this numerous times. Right. Of, Becoming like an electrician or a plumber or something like that. Because, again, those skills, to me, like, you just take that home. Like, even if you're not working, you're like, I, at home, mm-hmm. all right, now, right. I can, now I can fix my fucking yeah. washing machine or whatever. Like, I don't have any of those skills. Right. Yep, or IT, you know, going to sure. something like that. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yes. So, avoid, I would say avoid college. Avoid liberal arts. Uh, liberal oh, arts are yeah. garbage. I don't. Yes, they're 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 worthless. Like I again, the colleges. I don't understand how they they I, I, the concept of having a well-rounded citizen on paper looks mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In practicality, it's a waste of fucking time. Right, right. It's a waste of time. I had to take biology classes. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck did I need to take biology classes? It didn't have anything to do with me. Uh, yeah. And my degree in sociology, and then finally when I wanted to become a, a social worker, like I don't need. I mean, it was maybe at the time it was interesting. I don't even think I did very well. I think I got like a C minus or a C. In the yeah, class. I don't. Yeah, I think I did like a C. But you know, again, I, I there's always that thought of if people are exposed to some things, is to help. Maybe help people along the way to maybe make decisions on right. where they what right. they want to do. And I on, that's know. paper. That's paper. I know straight paper. And that and it's lies. Mm-hmm. It's lies. Mm-hmm. It's a way for uh, the business part of colleges and universities to make more money, mm-hmm. right? And and ultimately, I'll say this too. Uh, I wish someone had punched me in the face years ago. When I said I want to be a sociologist, mm-hmm. uh, all, all my professors, all of them should have said, you don't want to do mm-hmm. this. There, there's no point in you doing this. Or they should have laid out better. Like, okay, you get this degree. You In four years, you graduate with this degree. Now what the fuck are you right. going to do? Yeah, be honest and upfront yeah, about it. Yeah, just say it, right? Like, when you get a business degree, you can be like, okay, you can own your own business. You can go work for another guy. You can do this, mm-hmm. that, or whatever. And, like, there's practicality to it. Like, right. again, I've questioned people. Like, it's it's been a part of my comedy act for a while. Like, does anyone in this room know a professional sociologist? Mm-hmm. And no one has ever said yes. Right. And right. I imagine the first time it does happen, when they say yes, the professional sociologist will be a fucking professor. Will be a college oh, professor. Yeah, right. It'll just be, you know, fucking yeah. this awful cycle of... I'm a teacher. Now I'm going to teach you about this shit. Well, right. what can I do with it? Nothing. So I guess I'll teach. Right. Yeah. Stupid. I mean, yeah, some of the classes are interesting, but then to have a degree, like, yeah. they shouldn't be offered as a degree. Philosophy, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Just yeah. fucking It's good for garbage. Think, to take a class or two as part of your, if you want to, as electives or something, but yeah. Straight garbage. Yep. Uh, okay, so I think I did apologize. No. Nope. Thank you, Tom. Did not. Uh, <laughs> Tom. Like you said, even if you had, it doesn't matter because he's not going to hear it. Tom, I hope you pay five bucks and you'll hear my apology. So he had said that this is why they had joined. Yes. But what was his take on them? Because you, your whole thing was being a hero. Like, or, you know. Wasn't that oh, what your whole thing uh, was like that's people want to join the army so they can be heroes? Mm. Is that what you're saying? Well, or I think... He, 
like originally you were saying how people look at, you know, people who go into the military, those of us who don't, you know, we look at those that do as heroes. Sure. And I think that was kind of part of your thing, you know. Right, right, right. So did he say anything about that? Uh, I'm trying to find it. Find what? Oh, his uh, his correspondence. Oh. What are you talking about? What do you think I was talking about? I was about? thinking maybe I didn't realize. I thought maybe you guys were talking. He messaged me. Hey, Stu, I caught part of your podcast this morning while I was doing some chores, and I thought I'd respond to a couple statements you made about the arms service. First, I'm going to start off by saying I know exactly what where you're coming from because I used to think the same way, and and for me, I never even considered military something I might want to do. But now I have two boys in the military, and my thinking has changed a bit as a result. Finances played a role in Adam and David joining the military. The GI Bill is still a thing, and I've always grew up knowing that my wife will literally be paying off her student loans uh, about the same time she retires. David wants to be a doctor. He's a combat medic in the Army, and there is a way to go through medical school in the service and to get paid while you're doing it. David joined the service to save lives. Of course, toting a gun is part of it, but that wasn't a significant part of his thinking when he joined. I would say very few people joined because they wanted to carry a gun. Well, for what it's worth, I thought I'd present another point of view. Okay. So. Okay. I don't really know how you're saving lives, though. What do you mean? He said his one son wanted to save a lie, uh, save well, lives. He pro- but it wasn't necessarily about having to carry a gun. But, I mean, if you don't want to carry a gun, like I, then go join, like, the Peace Corps. Well, I think he he must work at some of the hospitals. No, right? Adam does. That was the other son. He's got two sons. One right. wants to become a doctor. Right. And the other one wants to help save lives. And mm-hmm. he didn't say specifically about how he wanted to save lives. Mm-hmm. So. Hmm. Or maybe he just meant overall. Protection, maybe. Yeah. I mean, who knows? I don't. I don't know what motivates people. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, I mean, good for his kids if that's yep, what his that's kids want to do, yep. and they want to save money, and they want to go. Uh, you know, the one boy wants to become a doctor, and if he's able to get medic training mm-hmm. and uh, whatever this or that, whatever, right. the, the, there you fucking go. Yep. So, so there you go. I, uh, no apology. I like, I like to think that I apologize I well. I get Sue it. Sue gets it. <laughs> he doesn't apologize. I did apologize. Hmm. I am sorry. For what? His kids went in the military. <laughs> I'm sorry well, guess- they are not heroes. <laughs> well, it's also the thing, too, of like, uh, it's unfortunate that uh, kids today are in a situation where saying, yeah. um, to get an education, I have to go wicked into debt. And if I don't get an education, I probably won't get these jobs that will get me further along in life. So mm-hmm. it's a very sad situation. And I know um, our generation, the Generation X, I don't feel like our situation is much different than millennials. I don't think anything was really fucking handed to us. No, I don't. I don't think I, I fuck. I didn't start a job where I was making you know thirty bucks an hour, right? And I was set, and I have these fucking uh, uh, what is it? Not not the word isn't fucking uh, where they give you a fucking money when you retire. Oh, separate, no, um, yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm pension. thinking, pe- yeah, pension. Okay. I kept thinking petition. Yeah, I'm like, pension, that's not right. Went away. Pen- yeah, yeah, all that shit's gone. Like, right. none of that shit's there. Right. Like, I don't, I believe there's never going to be a time where I'm not working. Mm. I will continue to work 
as long as I can because I have to. And and I truly believe like it's also like I will I want to do it. Yeah, do something. Yeah. Right? Like, I just don't see myself... I'm never the guy, like, I'm going to retire, and then I'm going to go play golf every day, and I'm going to sit in a fishing boat and fish, or, you know, whatever. (laughs) You know, I'm never... I'm not going to be that person. Like, I'll always be doing something. Even if it's the... You know, someone... Another friend of mine said she'll always be working. She'll end up being the person... The greeter at Walmart. Yeah. Even though they're phasing out those fucking jobs. Right. But just... Yeah, you could... Or, yeah. Just something. You'll be the, the fucking... You'll be the person working at McDonald's mm-hmm. from 5 in the morning to like 10 in the You're morning. Taking the job away from the young people. Well, no young person wants to work 5 to 10 in the morning, I'll no, tell you that. True. So, true. But I mean, that's when you go at like, I realized like working the job that I have now at Divinots, I work such early mornings that if I ever were to stop in to, to get like breakfast at McDonald's, or, it's just fucking old people. And old mm-hmm. people working, old people sitting in there, uh, old, old, I mean... McDonald's has become the new form of like senior citizen homes. Bill Knapps. Oh. Well, I, I mean, Bill Knapps are not around the country, but senior citizen homes, particularly in like rural communities, mm. like yeah. they don't, they won't have a senior citizen home. But you'll go in there, and there's going to be like eight tables of old people, it's and like they're just what they chilling. Do. Yeah. yeah, they just go in there and they milk yep. their fucking coffee for two hours. Mm-hmm. They paid fifty cents. They got like four refills, mm-hmm. and then uh, see you tomorrow, Larry, right. or whatever the fuck. Yeah, that's all right. So yeah, what a life. Yeah, it's fine. Um, it's just weird. It's unfortunate to me that McDonald's has become that. I don't feel we had things handed to us. I do feel that things have changed as far as if people do go to college how much college you need. So a bachelor's degree, you know, is not yes. as... Yes, um, You could graduate high school and you're good. You're like, yeah, fuck, fuck college, right? I'm going to go right into the workforce. But a lot of that was uh, the generation before us. They oh, just graduated right, right, right. high school right. and they went right into the fucking factory right. yep. and they're good forever. They yes. know what they did. Like for us, like if we wanted to do anything... High school degree didn't mean shit. Mm-mm. That's why I was I was always stunned. Like, uh, I was not the first person in my family to go to college. Uh, I wasn't even the first person in my family to get a secondary degree. So in my family, uh, education, higher education was very valued. Mm. Okay. And... Um, so when I would see all these people like getting all hopped up about high school, I was like, you're fucking, you're supposed to graduate high school. Like, the fuck are you talking about? Mm-hmm. You're supposed to go to college and get a college degree. What the fuck is, like, it, it didn't mean it. Even when I graduated college, it didn't fucking mean anything to me. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, my family, I wasn't the first. I had a couple of cousins, I think, but yeah. But anyway, yeah, like as then my kids and as things go forward, you know, people need more than a bachelor's degree on things. Yeah. So it's, it, so that has changed. So yeah. you have to go to school longer in order to get the job that a bachelor's degree, you know, yeah. it's like how ours was compared to high school. We had to get a bachelor's degree. It's, you know, that part has changed. Right. So, right. yeah. Yes, well, in, in, in social work, you, you need to get your master's degree just for licensing purposes. Like, if you want to, you can only go so far in the yeah. world of social work with a bachelor's degree, and then you're forced to for licensing and insurance purposes. For, yeah, and, insurance that, and that itself, I think, is unfortunate because 
when I got my degree, I was a little older when I got my, my master's. I started at 25, which even that's pretty young, but so many of the people in my class were, they went straight from undergrad to grad. Mm -hmm. So they're like 21, 22. Mm -hmm. And by the time they graduate, they have a master's degree at like 23, but then they have no fucking practical right. life experience. Right. They have no work experience. Right. And yet here is this person because of a fucking piece of paper, mm -hmm. they're able to like sign off on things and supervise right. people and whatever else, as, as opposed to someone who's got 20 years of life experience and work experience, mm -hmm. But they only have a bachelor's, right? And they got to fucking listen to this fucking mook who's got nothing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that always bothered me yes. too. Yep. But that was the realization for me of why I went back when I did, because mm -hmm. I had a couple of years of experience under my belt, and then I looked at the company that I was working for. Of there was a a woman there who had been there like ten years and was still fairly like low level, mm -hmm. and then I'd see some other people with a master's degree as caseworkers and supervisors and whatever. I'm like. All right, do I want to fuck around for 10 years mm -hmm. in possibly the same situation or do I want to get my degree? Right. And it's yep. unfortunate that that's the case because the woman with the, the work experience mm -hmm. was just as capable as the fucking right. idiots with the paperwork. Right. Well, that was been my thing. Yeah, because yeah, I don't have my master's, so. Yeah. Got you're you're fucked. Yep. I apologize. Ugh. Jamie just sat on something harder. I, yeah. <laughs> I need another thing. I saw a post the other day, Jamie, that was kind of weird, and I want to know what your response is. Uh, if you, you, these are your two choices. Uh, you could either eat pizza forever for the rest of your life, but only pizza, or uh, you can eat whatever you want for the rest of your life, but not pizza ever. What would you rather have? Hmm. I think whatever I want. Yeah, I would agree with you, too. I thought that was a rather easy question. Yeah. But I thought it was a very strange question. So what was the point of it? I don't know. Just getting people thinking. Now, I like pizza mm -hmm. a whole lot. I mean, it's probably probably top five things to eat. Yeah, and you can vary but, it. Yeah, and you can vary it with all the different toppings or whatever. After a while. But, I, like, after a while, I'm, like, going, you know, I even thought, like, I would rather have it be, like, Chinese. Like, I would rather just eat Chinese mm -hmm. for the rest of my life and only Chinese. Mm -hmm. And I could give lots a lots of choices. Yeah, lots of different choices, yes. and whatever. And I, I, I like it a whole lot more. Mm -hmm. But it was just a strange question, and it, it was almost like one of these, like, yeah, duh, mm -hmm. you give a pizza fucking forever, right? Like, who the fuck loves pizza so much that they would give up everything else forever? Yeah. So did people, other people, say that? No. Oh. No, pretty much everybody was like, huh. yeah, give a pizza forever, huh? So what it was, was kind of like an unfair question, I thought. Was there a point to this, though? Or was it just no, for fun? It was just out there. You know, just another one of these dumb Facebook things that mm. someone posted. And I'm sure this person didn't even come up with the question themselves. They they stole it from someone because it kind of looked... It wasn't like a meme, but it just looked like something someone had oh. stolen, you know. Okay. I thought, well, maybe... Or it came up in a discussion because sometimes things like that come up when you're talking yeah, to Yeah, might have, but this was like their straight post of like, okay. hey... If you could only eat pizza for the rest of your life and that's it, uh, give up everything else, or would you eat anything that you wanted but you could never have pizza? Like, get the fuck, pizza, get the fuck out mm -hmm. of here. Get out of here, pizza, you bitch. Is there anything that would be really hard for you to give up? No. <laughs> I don't even have to think about it now. Ice cream. Well, it's one of those things, too, of like, I'm not, um, I'm not, 
that big of like an eater. Like I like stuff and whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you were to say like, even if you like, if you threw money in the equation, and they were like, okay, we'll give you uh, twenty thousand dollars, and you can never eat ice cream again. I'd be like, all right, give oh, me, give me twenty grand. Do, I think. But yeah. it would be, I would miss ice cream. Fuck yeah, I would. Yeah. But I like yeah, twenty grand, man. Yeah. Whatever, there you go. I would miss it. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. So it was just a weird thing. Yeah. Thought I'd throw it out there. So, <laughs> but it, it, like you were pretty easy about it as well too. You call me easy. Well, you did just sit on something harder. <laughs> Uh, I did have some other thing. I wanted to see if I covered anything. Oh, I, I, this kind of goes with the eating. This is just kind of dumb. When I, uh, again, when i doing the Dippin' Dots deliveries, I often, I find myself eating out way more than I should. And uh, I can't lie, everybody. Uh, I know everybody likes to shit <coughs> on this uh, oh, fast food I, joint. <laughs> I know everybody likes to shit. <laughs> yeah, big boss. I know everybody likes to shit. <laughs> Uh, this restaurant. Um, who doesn't like to shit, though, to be honest? Come on. Oh. Everybody likes to shit. In their pants? In their pants. Oh, God. Code Brown. <laughs> no, but uh, people like to shit on Arby's. People really, really? like to shit on Why? Arby's. I think a good portion of the time, Arby's commercials are kind of dumb. Like, their slogan was, we got the meats for a while or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're just kind of dumb. I mean, there's only so much you can do. And that dumb bell thing, that bell thing gives me anxiety. Bell thing? Yeah, the bell at Arby's. It's right by the door. And you're supposed to ring the bell if you had good service or good food on your way out the door. I never have noticed what? that. Next time you go to Arby's... You're going to see this dumb bell. It's either going to be right by the... Re- and it's a it's a big fucking bell with the string on it and everything. It's not like a, a, a countertop mm-hmm. bell where you're like, ding, 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 ding. Mm-hmm. You'll fucking gong. You gong this shit. Arby's has always had that? Yes. That's dumb. Well, yeah, and that's probably why a lot of people shit on Arby's. But uh, it gives me anxiety because I don't want to ring the bell and create this fucking... Uh, Hey, look at me. I'm leaving. But I just said I had good service and good food mm-hmm. at Arby's. Like, I don't know. What does it do? Why don't they have a tip jar instead? I, I would be more likely to tip them a dollar than ring that fucking dumbbell. Mm-hmm. It gives me anxiety. Really? Yeah, I hate it. Oh. I don't like I it. I win. Whatever. Just walk by it. I mean, I do. I've never rang it. And I'm uh-huh. never going to ring it. But it gives me anxiety because I don't want these people to think like, oh, he didn't have good service or good food. He didn't ring the bell. Mm, well, at least it's on the way out so they can't spit in your food. <laughs> right. <laughs> they do that anyway, though, Jamie. Right. That, that's for free. <laughs> what if you go through the drive-thru? Uh, I don't know. You get lucky. Honk? You don't have to deal with it. Yeah. Please honk. <laughs> I'd be more likely to honk my horn in the car than ring the bell. So then if you go inside and you had good service, you get out to your car and you honk. <laughs> They got their ear pressed to the window yes. of the door. <laughs> All right, we did it. We did it. Yeah, that's that's stupid. I didn't. I've been inside Arby's, and I've never noticed look, that. Go to Arby's whenever, and look, you'll see huh. the bell. They're everywhere. But uh, you know, I think a lot of it too. Like it used to just be the roast beef sandwich. Yeah, the sandwich. sandwich. Shut sandwich. up, Jamie. Sandwich. I do sandwich. not. I do not apologize for that. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Serious apology. I get it. Uh, (laughs) I'm sorry they had to go in the military. Or whatever you did. I get it. I get it. That's my apology for that one. Mm -hmm. Hey, uh. And then uh, somebody's just going to look at you all like. (laughs) 
<laughs> all confused. <laughs> hey, hey, I heard your grandma died. I, I get, get it. it. <laughs> <laughs> you have cancer? I get it. I get it. <laughs> you have a blood clot? Oh, I get, I oh, get, I get it. it. Yeah. Oh, I got it. <laughs> yeah, is that one you can change up? <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> oh, shut up, Jamie. <laughs> the hell is that? That was my phone. Oh. Uh, that was Ar- Arby's. Oh, yes. <laughs> that was the Arby's bell. They get it. They got it. <laughs> uh, so, you know, Ar- Arby's, whatever. But they have, um, they changed their sandwiches a whole lot. The summer they had a really good uh, chicken salad sandwich that I liked a whole lot. Oh, yeah, they used to. They have it now? It's only, it's gone. Yeah, it's just like a summer thing for whatever reason. Oh. It's great. But, you know, they got a good, like, all the time, like, a turkey sandwich or whatever. Like, I, I'm going on about Arby's. Uh, go check it out. Don't shit on Arby's. Check it out. Mm-hmm. You get it. Uh, <laughs> but they had this thing the last time I went in there where you could buy uh, these cups, like, uh, special oh, special cup. That. Where you get either a Michigan State, because we live here in Michigan. It's either Michigan State, go green, mm-hmm. or the University of Michigan, go blue. You buy these cups, like, an extra 30 cents or whatever. So I bought one, just, you know, whatever, it's extra 30 cents, it's plastic, you can have it forever, whatever, there you go. Mm-hmm. But it got me thinking, when I was a kid, they had, for whatever fucking reason, Arby's was the place where you could go and get uh, real glasses uh, of superheroes, the super friends. Oh. So it was... Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman and Shazam. I think it was just the four. Hmm. And I remember going there. Like, and again, we were kids. But Arby's to me when I was a kid was like, this is a restaurant for adults. Like, it was not a restaurant like McDonald's, you know, was a restaurant for kids because it's Ronald McDonald's clown. Mm -hmm. And they got these weird, like, Muppet type characters. And even Burger King was like... Here's a little paper crown for your head. And Arby's was just, we got roast beef. And like, what kid wants a fucking roast beef beef sandwich, right? So it was very weird that we ended up going there. And uh, like, they didn't have hamburger. When you're a kid, you're like, what do you want to eat? It's either a hamburger or a hot dog, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I ate, uh, fuck, did I? My brother ate hamburgers and I ate hot dogs. At McDonald's? No, not at oh. McDonald's, but that's what it was. Like, if I ever had an option of something, what do you want to eat? I always would be like, hot dogs. Hmm. Well, they don't have that here. We're like, all right, well, then I'll get a hamburger. But if there was an option, I would always get the hot dog. Okay. And my brother was always a hamburger guy. So. Okay. So it was just really weird that we had to go to fucking Arby's and get these things. And I know we still have them, or at least I think so. I think my mom still, she has this... Uh, curio or whatever mm-hmm. cabinet type thing in the yeah. basement where she got we have glasses from uh, happy days what? we have all these happy days glasses Do- it was dr pepper and it, we have all these day you know so it was like fonzie and uh ralph mouth and richie dr pepper how'd you get them from dr pepper uh, well dr pepper was like the sponsor of it but again and maybe that was also arby's too but it was like very strange these glasses that huh. we got. And I remember from Burger King, it was um, Empire Strikes Back. I, yeah, I, rem- I do remember with them, the Star Wars. like the different restaurants doing things like that. Right, right, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think the Happy Days ones were Arby's as well, too, I think. Hmm. I know the Super Friends were. But it was just really weird how like these strange memories were coming back because I mm-hmm. bought a dumb 
yeah. Michigan State Cup for thirty cents. Yeah. So. Huh. That's kind of cool though. And then she still has them. Uh, yeah, as far as I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I know mom was in this big thing of like getting rid of shit. Mm-hmm. So actually, you know what? I think if we go look in the kitchen right now, I might have the Super Friends ones. Oh, I think she might have given me those. Huh? So oh, you want me to go look? Is that was a hint? No. Oh. No, I'm just saying. I bet you if we when we're done with this, we look, they'll be good. So. Hmm. Uh, so there we go. Is there anything that you want to talk about? We're we're forty minutes in here. No, and, uh, I'm good. I got to get through fucking the destruction of yep. a human being. Yeah. And then uh, and then I want to play some comedy CDs because okay. that's kind of what I do, Jamie. I don't, you've never listened to the Patreon. You don't pay your five bucks. No. Nope. Fuck. Nope. No apologies, huh? Nope. <laughs> so uh, <clears throat> for those who don't live in uh, the West Michigan area, I, I know probably a good majority of uh, the people who listen to this podcast are from Grand Rapids or uh, Michigan in general. There was a big to-do yep. in the last day or two about uh, something that happened or was going to happen here in town. Uh, art Prize is this large uh, art festival that happens here in Grand Rapids. It pretty much is a month-long thing, and people come in and, and put on their art on display all over town. It really right. takes over the city of Grand Rapids, and it's super cool. I know a lot of people think it's a pain in the ass, and uh, clearly, I know that it can be, yes. but it's it's still a very cool thing to have right. happen. Uh, and there's they give out a large cash prize at the end. People actually vote. Yep. It's like America's Got Talent or American Idol, and, and you vote, and someone wins. Uh, used to be like a quarter mil, and now I think it's like a hundred grand. Something. I mean, it's still a lot of money. Yeah. It can still be very much kind of life changing a little bit, or yeah. it definitely it's going to make things a lot mm-hmm. easier yeah. on yourself. It's money. But uh, they're changing from every year to every other year. And so this year, uh, they're just doing smaller things. Right. Uh, smaller little exhibits. They're having things come in. And one of the things that was happening was uh, there there was this, uh, uh, I don't know what I would call it, not an exhibit, I guess a, just a show. Yeah. It was a drag show that was coming in that was going to be performing in, in a community. And the, dra- the thing that was interesting about the drag show is that uh, some of the performers in it have Down syndrome. Right. And that's pretty cool yeah. to me. That's that's pretty cool. I'd never heard of it. Uh, I, I didn't know any anything about these guys. They actually, the name of the company or the production is they call themselves a drag syndrome. Yes. And th- that's pretty clever, yeah. play on words, whatever. <laughs> uh, and that's and that's sweet to me. I'm like, hey, there, there you go. There you f- Fucking whatever, mm-hmm. right? There you go. Um. The person who owns the uh, establishment of where the this show is going to happen uh, is called uh, Tanglefoot. Yeah. And uh, I'll be the first person to tell It's a dumb fucking name. Uh, I think whoever came up with that name yeah, uh, I... is dumb as shit. <laughs> Stupid motherfucker. Is it just an empty building? Uh, I'm, not, usually... I'm not really sure okay. what's in Tanglefoot. I think it's a place like it's uh maybe like the Bengoe center where there's like there's some shops and some things oh. but there's open space that you okay. can rent or whatever okay i i don't really know i don't know anything about this place mm-hmm. as far as i know i've never set foot in it right because uh, with the name like tanglefoot dumb as shit <laughs> i prefer to not be around dumb as shit shit ah okay just really ah. smart no apologies just really smart <laughs> poop um so, so I really didn't know much about it. it. Whatever, whatever. The guy who owns it, his name is Peter Meyer. Mm-hmm. 
in uh, for those who don't live in the West Michigan area, you may not be familiar with the name Meyer, but Meyer, he's of the family that owns uh, Meyer Superstores, right. Meyer Grocery Stores. Meyer was mm-hmm. the original Walmart. Yes. And Sam Walton came in and talked to, uh, who was the original Meyer? Was it Frederick Meyer? I think so. Came in, Sam Walton came in to Frederick Meyer and said, I want to buy your concept. Mm-hmm. And uh, Frederick Meyer was like, go fuck yourself yep. or whatever. I'm sure that's what he said. He's a good Dutch guy. I'm sure he yeah. said, go fuck yourself. And they, uh, yeah. and so then Sam Walton was like, okay. And then he just did it anyway. Yes. And so, because Meyer is very much Walmart. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just is, it didn't take off as, as big as it did. And I think it's just because Frederick Meyer didn't necessarily want to. Mm-hmm. But it is growing. Mm-hmm. It's uh all over Michigan because it did start here in uh, the Grand Rapids area in Greenville specifically but they're headquartered in Grand Rapids and uh, they're all over Michigan Indiana Illinois I think they're sneaking up into uh, yep they're in Ohio they're sneaking up into uh, Wisconsin Mm -hmm. and uh, maybe over into Minnesota so in the Midwest that's our version of Walmart Mm -hmm. we got we got Walmarts as well too but I think the majority of the people probably would Choose Meyer over yep. Walmart. I know I would. I yep, would. I would choose too. Meyer over Walmart. Yep. But um, very conservative family. Yes. Uh, you know th- that's just the West Michigan way. Mm-hmm. Politically, religiously, yeah. Yeah. W- w- whatever. Yeah. Uh, and again, it's one of these things of like these <sighs> these the big companies like Meyer and Amway, and they they have all all this money that they contribute to the community, which is great. I love it, and, mm-hmm. and more power to you. I just don't want to know about your politics. Right. I don't want to know about these fucking uh, companies or people that you're supporting. Like yeah. fuck, it's weird to me. Like I've said it before, it's weird to me when companies will stand behind uh, a politician or they'll stand behind. We don't like the gays or whatever, right. or we are pro-life or whatever. I'm like, why? Why? You're a company. Like, I don't want to. Don't force me to choose to go right. to fucking Walmart yes. or you know or whatever, right? Yep. And I'm sure Walmart's is just as big a dicks. Oh, and I'm telling you, everybody, right now too. Uh, if this is where you don't want to listen, f- fine. This is where you can turn off. The podcast. This is where you can go. I'm not giving Stu five bucks a month anymore, and then I'm I get it 100. This is where I'm going to shit on someone. Oh. I'm going to take my big. I'm going to take my pants off, and I'm going to mm-hmm. shit. Oh my God. I'm going to big old Sadie, steamer. Sadie, get ready. <laughs> Sadie, you're Your going to be snacks are coming. We're going to chow down time. But uh, I didn't pay a whole lot of attention to the story. Like I was familiar with it. Pete Meyer. Because he owns Tanglefoot, he's like, I do not want this in my uh, establishment. Mm-hmm. I'm canceling the show. The show's going to happen mm-hmm. next month. Yeah. So, so, you right. know, so, like, two, three weeks away. So, it's not, like, super, super distant. Right. And his, uh, his stance on it was, because there are people who have Down syndrome right. oh, within. No, no, no. No, it isn't. Because oh, I checked. I did, I did some research on okay, this shit. Okay, good. All right. Drag syndrome, first of all, it's based out of England. These these right. people are from England. Yeah, and not everyone involved in drag syndrome has Down syndrome. Okay. Like it, is a, it looks like it's a fairly large group, but there's like five performers within... Oh, God damn. I don't know why these commercials pop up. I didn't up get a chance fucking, to look at that. I was going to, uh, but I didn't yet. Five, there are like five performers within drag syndrome who have Down syndrome. Okay. 
and and, and we're gonna get to one of them. We're okay. gonna get to one of them talking. You, are you gonna talk about the the group that like the disart? We're gonna get, get into all this it. shit. Okay. All right. I'm doing some fucking research okay. right. because I don't want to sound like a fucking asshole. Right. Nope. Because Good. some people who've talked about this sound like ill-informed, dumb cunts. <laughs> I don't quite understand what you just said. That's fine. <laughs> That's I get it. Oh God, <laughs> I get it. Uh, so where is it? Okay, so Peter, I'm going to tell you too right now, everybody, right off the bat, uh, why a lot of this shit got me heated. Uh, my older brother has Down syndrome, yeah. and uh, so as my older brother, my whole fucking life has been around some of this shit, and so I'm familiar with stuff. Mm-hmm. And so when people say shit. Uh, about people with Down syndrome uh, and it's wrong, I'm going to be like, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to m- mince, mix words. Yep. I don't. I feel very comfortable saying it as it is. You have personal experience to back it up. Right, yep. right. And I'll tell cunts that they're cunts. Mm-hmm. And this is why you're a cunt. And think about it for a second, you dumb cunt. Don't let your dumb fucking cunty experience... Uh, influence uh, what what you should actually be doing, you dumb cunt. Your lack of experience. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right. So uh, Peter Meyer, who also is running for third district, yeah. uh, he's running against uh, Justin Amash, mm-hmm. and uh, who uh, right now I'll probably vote for Justin Amash. I've never voted for that fucker before, but uh, now that he's like going, I'm not you. I'm not going to let this president buy me. I don't feel like I should blindly follow what the president says. Yep. So uh, I dig that. Mm-hmm. I don't know who's going to... Just regardless, just that, whoever it is, yes. And he's he's not going to be running on the Republican platform anymore, so that's how Peter Myers kind of getting in here. It'll be interesting to see what happens, because right. Justin has been fairly untouchable. Mm-hmm. He has. He's been untouchable, yep. and uh, but now he's pissed off a lot of people, so it'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see... If uh, someone comes in on the Republican plat- platform, because he is, uh, Justin, has uh, now identified, I guess, as an independent, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah. it'll be strange. I don't uh, I don't think a Democrat will uh, make a challenge. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah. We live in the 3rd District, so this, this is who I fucking mm-hmm. vote for. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll see what the fuck happens. But, uh, so Peter, on August 19th, so like five days ago, he wrote a letter to uh, Art Prize, I guess... And uh, here we go. Dear Jory, who I'm not exactly who Jory was. I guess Jory is a big wig up there. I've been a proud supporter of the artistic community in West Michigan. I'm excited to support events for our price project number one. That's the new thing. Right. At Tanglefoot Building this fall in conjunction with Sight Lab and Disart. Supporting artistic and free expression means more than simply supporting expression with one with... Which one agrees? And I fully expected controversial performances as part of the arrangement. uh, Controversial performances. What do you think is going to happen? Did he think I was going to come and start shitting on Canvas? But Sight Lab, the things that happen associated with Sight Lab, they're the ones that will. Yeah, I know. They usually there are some things, different things that get you to think about. Right. So I don't know if he necessarily meant controversial, controversial specifically to this, or just in general with Sight Lab. Anyway. 
However, after deep reflection on the nature of Drag Center's performance, I cannot approve of their use of Tanglefoot's facilities. And you know what? I'll tell the, Peter, you can do whatever the mm -hmm. fuck you want with your shithole building. Mm -hmm. Yep. This is not a deci decision I have arrived at lightly. As the true nature of Drag Center's performance became clear, I consulted with various relevant communities to ensure my decision was made as free of personal bias as possible. So he's already talking about how he does have bias. He does have, but he had to he had to connect with others to make sure that he doesn't have personal bias. But guess what, Pete? Guess what, Petey Weedy? You do, you dumb oh, cunt. Right. I spoke with parents of the differently abled. Oh God, what fucking lawyer were you talking right. to? People who had family members with Down syndrome. You didn't fucking talk to me, you piece of shit. And members of the LGBTQ and artist community. In nearly every conversation, concerns were raised about the potential exploitation of the vulnerable. And that's where I, I want to know who the fuck he was talking to. Right. Because I'm going to tell you, we're going to get to it. I'm going to tell you he's full of shit. Mm -hmm. I don't believe a goddamn word that Petey yeah, Boy has fucking said. Yeah, people that are in his circle, you know, or that go to church with him that are going to kind of probably align with his thought process anyway. Mm, yes, right? yes. Yes. Who all did he talk to? Fuck you, Petey. Clean right. up on aisle four. Yeah. Stu took a shit over there. Clean oh it up. <laughs> the differently abled are among the most special souls in our community, and I believe they, like children, oh, fuck See. you. Right. And right. other vulnerable populations should be protected. Artistic expression is inherently political. What? F again, fuck you. And in making this decision, I approach the issue from a content-neutral basis. Setting aside the content, the involvement of individuals whose ability to act on their own volition is unclear, raises serious ethical concerns that I cannot reconcile. God damn, he's a moron. I don't think this guy has ever had a conversation with anyone who's ever who has Down syndrome. Right. He's a fucking cunt. Mm -hmm. I cannot know, and neither can an audience, whether the individual performing drags and are giving or are in a position to give their full and informed consent. Jesus Christ, eat ass, Pete, you cunt. To that end, I cannot allow drag center to perform at Tanglefoot. Thank you for your time. Uh, eat ass, Pete Meyer. Uh, that letter, that letter, <laughs> that letter is full of shit. That letter is full of shit. Mm -hmm. um, art, who I'm going to get to in a minute, uh, responded. God damn, we're at 54 minutes. Uh, today we were informed that Pete Meyer, the owner of Tanglefoot, the venue Drag Syndrome, had been guaranteed for Project One, made a decision that the artists of Drag Syndrome would not be allowed to perform on September 7th because they have Down Syndrome. It didn't matter that these artists have long-standing, successful, internationally acclaimed careers. It didn't matter that after founding Drag Syndrome, one of the original members was awarded an MBE, which I, I don't know what the yeah. hell that is, by Queen Elizabeth II. It didn't matter that another performer has won a Best Actor Award at the Cannes Film Festival. It didn't matter that the artists also accomplished actors and filmmakers, painters, dancers, singers, and most important of all, human beings! Mm -hmm. That's the point I'm going to get to, you dumb motherfucker, Pete! Mm -hmm. None of that mattered in the decision to exclude the performance. All that mattered was their disability. The differently abled are among the most special souls in our community. I believe that they, like children and other vulnerable populations, should be protected. Peter Meyer. Exclusion is discrimination. It is self-preservation. It is exploitation for political gain. It is not protection. Mm -hmm. 
We are deeply sad and angered and appalled at the decision to exclude Drag Syndrome from a venue they were given, a venue that was built from the ground up by artists Paul Amenta and Todd Lott, who transformed a private, industrial, and inaccessible urban space into an accessible and inclusive public artwork and venue, specifically performances like Drag Syndrome. Mm-hmm. For the past 50 years, in addition to the advocacy they, that brought the Americans with Disabilities Act, the ADA, into law, a cultural movement has been taking place. Artists with disabilities have been working to raise the voice, visibility, and value of all disabled people. They work around the world in every artistic medium and represent every form of disability. While we are saddened to lose this artwork as the venue the show will go on, this art will protect the artists of Drag Center by protecting their rights. There will be another venue announced soon, and on September 7th, as part of Project One by Art Prize, Drag Center will perform in Grand Rapids, Michigan. We hope you will be there to celebrate, to learn, to grow, and to build stronger, more inclusive community for all. Mm-hmm. Yep. 100 fucking percent. Right. These are human beings. Right. They're not, they're not fucking invalid. And here's the problem that I had. First of all, uh, I mean, I'll say the majority of the people with Down syndrome will have either parents or guardians or someone in their corner yeah. to make sure that these people are safe. Right. Correct? Yes. Correct. They're going to make sure that they're not being exploited. Mm-hmm. They're going to make sure that uh, they're not in harm's way. Mm-hmm. Right. So, And also, I mean, even outside of that, the organization DisArt... It's like, Which is funny to me. I love that fucking name. I love this right. art because it's all about it's they support artists, you know, yes. with disabilities. Yes. So they're not gonna be exploiting. Right. The the company itself. Yeah. Is is there to protect, yes. to promote, to encourage that population? I went to yeah. disart. It's a uh, disart d i s a r t now. Uh, .org, if you want to check them out. This art believes expressions of disabled cultural identity can transform society from awareness to understanding to belonging, creating a society that enjoys the full and equitable participation of all people. So how about if you got some goddamn concerns about shit, are you going to go after the Special Olympics? Because maybe some of these motherfuckers are being exploited as well. Maybe they don't want to fucking do the 50-yard dash. Maybe they don't want to fucking swim. Maybe they don't want to fucking dance. How about that, Pete? You fucking piece of shit, motherfucker. We'll call you Small Petey from now on. You got a small pecker, you dumb cunt. Fuck you, Pete. I'm heated. You are. Well. I'm just going to, because I'm not even going to. Just fucking let me go, because this dumb shit, the shit bag, has nothing to do with nothing, but he thinks he's protecting people. And here's the problem, too. It's not even that. It's the fucking drag culture. That's where this motherfucker's got some concerns from. He thinks it has, like, some weird sexual orientation thing. Mm -hmm. Fuck you! Even if it does, like, let's say... Uh, what what's the gay population percentage in uh in the world? They say it's like ten percent. Like one out of ten people is gay, right? So if you think about it, how much there's got to be a percentage of uh, people with Down syndrome who are gay. Yeah. Well, so what does it fucking matter? It's probably like eighty percent. Eighty percent of uh, Down syndrome people are gay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
So here's the history. I'm going to give you the history of uh, Disart, everybody. Disart is quickly becoming one of the most recognized producers of innovative contemporary disability art programs that amplify the voice, visibility, and value of all disabled people. Mm-hmm. Does that sound like a negative right. thing? No. Does that sound like so- these people are coming out of somewhere uh, to try to take advantage of people? Nope. The organization began as a collaboration with Kendall College of Art and Design of Fair State University and Urban Institute for Contemporary Arts, UICA. Everybody in the Grand Rapids area knows yeah. UICA. So in the spring of 2014, so they've been around like five years then, right? Mm-hmm. If, according to my math. Yeah. Working with key, key KCAD and UICA administration, local community partners, co-directors Chris Smith and Jill Vin developed an initiative to bring a two-week-long disability arts festival to Grand Rapids, Michigan in the spring of 2015. They've done a lot of shit. I, I became aware of them because they've uh, done stuff with LaughFest. Every year they would bring right. in a, a comedian who has a different disability of some kind or another because uh, they part of LaughFest is inclusion right. of right. having everybody be a part of it, whether uh, your, your disability, your orientation, whatever. So mm-hmm. it's being a part of it. So again, so fuck you uh, with this as well too, Petey, small Petey. This <laughs> uh, art is not going to do anything where people are at risk of being exploited or manipulated. Right. Fuck you. Right. And then last but not least, uh, how about you ask the fucking people themselves? Right. Exactly. Right? I'll tell you uh, from my experience alone with just my brother... You could not get my brother to do anything he did not want to do. Mm-hmm. He would refuse to do it. Mm-hmm. Would he do a drag show? Fuck no, because this is not what he wants to do. My yeah. brother was not about any kind of thing like that. A drag show requires a certain level of participation and involvement. If, you were, if you've ever been to a drag show, this shit is all over the top. Mm-hmm. It's very much singing and dancing and, and you're making a spectacle of yourself the attention is about you mm-hmm. so yeah and so if somebody's not wanting to do that you know they're not you're going to be able to tell like they're just not going to have they're not going to be involved in the whole process of that they probably have to sit through like makeup also and you know like preparing ahead of time all the practicing production ahead of time. there's yes. a large production value yeah. involved in right. all of this um, and I think I saw in some of the article and some of the comments too, people were referring to them as kids. They're not. They're not. They're not right. kids. The, so the to call them, right. to call people with Down syndrome kids, kids is an insult. Right. It's an insult to them. Right. There are levels of people with Down syndrome. Like there's some very high functioning people with Down syndrome. Like there is a movie right now called The Peanut Butter Falcon. It came out this weekend. At least I know it's out this weekend here in Grand Rapids. One of the lead roles in it is an actor with Down Syndrome. Mm-hmm. Was he fucking manipulated? Right. Petey! Hey, Petey, did you check into The Peanut Butter Falcon, you dumb cunt? Because you better make sure that actor wasn't manipulated and exploited, right. that someone <laughs> took advantage of him, you Fuck. Yeah, I got when I saw people saying calling them all kids. Ridiculous. Yeah, I was that also. I'm just like, it's what? ridiculous. These are adults. We're fucking ridiculous. Yes. So, uh, again, I did a little research. I went into I went to drag syndromes, 
a webpage, which is just dragsyndrome.com. Okay. And I'm always disappointed when you go to these things and they don't have, like, an About tab. That's all I want. I just want About tab. Tell me about your organization. Right. Tell me about you as an actor, and there we go. Like I generally, I, I, it. I, I don't usually care about um, your touring dates or your merch or your fucking Instagram or any of that bullshit. Uh, I can always find that that stuff on my own if I want, but mm-hmm. uh, they don't. They didn't have it, hmm. so uh, they did. They do have uh, a section called uh, artists. So I did click on the artists, and uh, it's dumb too. I didn't like a lot. Of, they just show like if you look, Jamie. Like they they'll show mm-hmm. a picture of the artist, and then they'll show like their drag name. Like this oh. first one is Harora Shebang, <laughs> <laughs> and then it just gives you a quick rundown of who they are. And then there's a Frozitza Hong Kong. Yeah, these uh, are Gaia Callis. Adult, like look at adults. Yeah, they, they're all adults. They have Down syndrome. They yeah. have adults. They're Justin Bond. George the Lord, Lady Francesca, uh, Gaima Black. Uh, there's a whole bunch of people mm-hmm. involved. Um, so again, I didn't really get it. But they do have, there's a Facebook page, right? They do have a Facebook page. So I went and I clicked on the Facebook page. And the Facebook page is uh, just drag syndrome as well, too. Okay. So uh, if you want to check that out. But the first thing they did, <coughs> excuse me, everybody is they uh their last post from 23 hours ago was a video and it's a statement from justin bond regarding the horrible attack on us and i'm assuming that is they're talking about uh, good old small peedy teeny weeny peedy yep uh and thanks for everyone the support and solidarity let's uh, wish justin a happy birthday for today he is king so i guess uh, it was also justin's birthday you know, I'm not gonna lie, everybody. Uh, Justin, they're all from England. They're from England. Mm-hmm. It's weird for me to listen to someone with Down syndrome have an English accent. Oh. <laughs> it's just kind of. It, at first, I was like, it's very, it's very disconcerting. Uh, they do have <coughs> um, some uh, subtitles because um, okay. sometimes people with Down syndrome can be a little difficult to understand. Mm-hmm. And then, and this person also uh, is speaking with an English accent. So I'm going to play to you uh, what this person says. It's just a two-minute video, okay? Uh, and you tell me if this person is unable to make a decision on their own, all right? Uh, you with me, Jamie? Yep. I got to know what you were doing here. Oh. Ah, shit. All right, here. Fuck off, Channel 8. All right, here we go. All right, here we go. Hopefully you guys can hear this. A little over two minutes long. has been one crazy ride, and I've always wanted to become famous working. And I don't want people in America to think that Daniel has risen us. He's trying to help us come. I'm assuming Daniel is like their manager, be, yeah, uh, or maybe he's the producer of the show. Right. So that's who he's talking about. So here we go. All right. Famous as we all are, and I think it's great what he's doing. He's doing a wonderful job supporting us and building us up to become famous drag kings, queens and queens. And it feels great to do that. I just want to live my life as a drag king. So this person is just saying they want to to be a, a drag king uh, or drag queen. And like, I, I mean, I'll say it like, I didn't want to, I don't want to do that, but this right. person does, so good for them, right? right? They're right. making a choice. They're, are they harming anybody? No, 
They're entertaining people. Right. This person is a fucking adult. Yes. Just who happens to have Down syndrome. Mm Mm-hmm. Going on. Also, the mini drag queen. Being a drag queen is what I want to do for a living. And I know it's one of Morgan's anger. It's terrible. You've got Down syndrome. You don't have all it takes. But I think we do have all it takes because we deserve to be the right to be in drag and to perform. And that's what we do. And we deserve to be what we to do with our lives and give ourselves more power, more energy to us to become wonderful drag queen and kings. And it's what we need to do and put ourselves together and perform and make everyone love us and make sure that we're all a team and work together and, and we're never broke apart. We'll always be together. For truly, in my heart, if any of you guys hate us, then that's fine. It's unfortunate to me that this person has to talk about someone hating them because they're drag kings or queens. Right. This is a fucking, just an English person with Down syndrome Mm -hmm. and some fuck's going to give them problems because they want to dress up as the opposite gender or whatever. Get the fuck out of here, Pete, you small fucking teeny weeny Petey. He's jealous. He is, man. That's he's, what it he's is. He's a goddamn soulless ginger. That's what he is. He, he's probably a... He wants to dress and drag and he can't. So he's like... <laughs> he's got a lot of I'm guilt. I'm not going to allow them to do it, so... He's got a lot of... I can't do it. Dutch guilt. All right, uh-huh. keep going on. Places, America, Toronto, Michigan, Montreal, anywhere we go. These, they tour all over the goddamn mm-hmm. world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've been to it's, Paris, France to perform. Hup, hup, the yes. Toronto? Mm-hmm. Fuck it. God right. damn it. It wasn't just something that was put together for this. this See, originally when I heard, I thought it was like people in this community doing it. I didn't realize that at first mm-hmm. uh, I was like was unaware that this was an actual like production company. Ah. And that they're from fucking England. Right, right. And they travel all over the fucking world. Mm-hmm. All right, continue. it like that you're telling me that person is unable to make right. uh an informed decision and go i want to do this mm-hmm. not clearly this person wants to mm-hmm. and there you fucking go god damn it it angers me it's so, so like pete can make the decision to go not here but to me i'm like you're a fucking piece mm-hmm. of shit Petey. Right. he's doing discrimination for sure but, um you should share that to pd weedy's page i should i should or put a small pd weedy yeah. He's got a very strange, because I was trying to look into him a little bit, and um, he doesn't seem to have much 
Web presence. Probably not. Uh, how old is he? He's got to be. He's in his mid-30s. Oh, he is? Yeah. Pete Meyer? Yeah. Oh. He's young. Look at this guy right there. Look at that. It's fucking Petey Weber. That guy, he's a Meyer. ginger with a very small pecker. Oh, my God. Who'd you think he was? I didn't know. I was just thinking he... I didn't you thought know he was an sure. old fuck? Not super old, but older. No, he's younger than me. He's like in his wow, mid-30s. Wow, now I'm even more just like blown away. Yeah, no, he's a religious nutbag. I'm wow. sure of it. See, look at that. R military. I take everything back. I don't apologize. <laughs> Tom, I take my apology back. Your lack of apology. Petey Weedy Meyer. Is is I wow. changed nothing. I just real now I'm even just like more blown away because I would I was I'd be less surprised if somebody older kind of responding that way. No, this guy's like 35 yeah. or some shit. But legitimately, I was trying to do a Google search on him. Oh. I thought there'd be like and the, the only thing I could really find on him was his uh, vote for him for Congress. Hmm. And so he's all mm -hmm. when Justin uh, Justin Amash came out. And saying he was not all, he was not going to be a trumper. Yeah. Then he's like, oh, I gotta, I can sneak oh, in here now. Uh, right. Uh, he's just a rich fuck. We need to find some dirt on him. Fuck yeah. Mm -hmm. We need to send some tranny to his house. <laughs> I don't think I technically say tranny after I've just been supporting a drag yeah. queen show. I don't think I should say tranny. But it would be really funny. Be funny. Oh like, god! Oh god! To get a group and just like show up. What's up, Penny Weedy? House, though. But it's very, uh, all the stuff on him is very, like, non specific. Like, he doesn't even have, well, I mean, he does have an about, but it really isn't, it isn't anything. It's just basically military, 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 mm -hmm. military, <laughs> military. You sound like a video game. Military. It's annoying. <laughs> Flawless. Annoying. Flawless military. Flawless. That was a, a thing in Mortal Kombat where, like, you would kill somebody with, like, flawless victory. Oh. Flawless military. Hmm. So. Uh, P.D. Meyer, I'm not, I'm not going to vote for you. You're shit. Mm -hmm. uh, personally, I don't think P.D. Meyer uh, will even get the Republican nomination. I mean, look at the guy. He's a soulless ginger. Look at that. He needs to just ride Sandy. <laughs> He's too cheap to even put a penny, penny in. in the, somebody, somebody so better see, leave people it. People who don't know, Sandy at well, the Meyer stores. There's a free uh, ride a pony. Yeah. It's a well a penny, penny. right at their uh, stores. Should we listen to this video here? Let's sure. there's a video How here. Long is it? Uh, it's uh, I don't know. We'll see. We won't listen to all of it, but it's a uh, Peter Meyer launch for Congress. Hi, I'm Peter Meyer. Look at that thing. It's already like a green screen. He's not standing in front of these huge fucking uh, storage lockers. He's in a green room somewhere. Look at that. Fake as shit. Already right off know. the bat. Fake as shit. That's fake as shit. Look at that. stock shelves at our family store and learned the values of hard work, integrity, and responsibility. Did ya? These values led me to serve in Iraq. See, I love how he's, he's showing all these things with him. In the military, but then he's got to put down use of photography does not imply endorsement by the Department of Army or Department of Defense. Mm. But he's going to use it because everybody's like, "Yeah, military right. man, he right. was he was killing some brown people." Yeah. yeah fucking Petey Weedy, eat my ass. And 
bring me here today? Look at that awful mustache. But my service didn't end when Why I left the Middle East. I served well, just killed a brown person. Now I want to serve my community. I'm running for Congress because our politicians spend their time <laughs> trashing each other online, coming up with excuses, and pointing fingers. We should expect more from the people who represent us. Yeah, we do, Petey! Yeah. To take to we need to secure our borders. We don't represent we to bring our troops home inclusion. Wars. And we need health care to not bankrupt families. Well, thanks, Petey. Uh, it's funny to me when he's talking about health care and yet this this guy uh, has never had to worry about shit forever. Right. Eat my ass! Yeah. <laughs> uh, so... Continuing with it, though, everybody, I know this has been a long podcast. I apologize. Uh, we're getting close to the end of me shitting on Petey Meyer. Uh, I did, there was some follow-up to all this stuff. It wasn't Petey apologizing like you should have. It wasn't Petey be like, oh, wait, I made an awful decision. Come back to Tanglefoot. Mm-hmm. Uh, artists have criticized Pete Meyer because he said he wouldn't he talk to like uh, people in the artistic community, uh, LGBTQ community. I talked to uh, a drag queen, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Hey, man, what's your take on this?" And he and he or she was all, "Yeah, it's all it's all mm-hmm. dumb bullshit." Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, artists pushed back Friday against Republican congressional candidate Pete Myers' decision to ban a London-based drag troupe whose members have Down syndrome from performing at a building he owns during Art Prize Project One exhibition. Speaking in a panel discussion at the Grand Rapids Art Museum, various attendees and members of DisArt, the Grand Rapids-based organization sponsoring the drag show, said Meyer's decision to prohibit the event was based on misunderstanding and amounts to discrimination. Ding, 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 ding! Flawless victory! <laughs> the, r- the rights of these six performers are being taken away, said Chris Smith, the co-founder of DisArt. That's discrimination. That's what we call ableism. I was called an ableist about a stupid joke, which I still have never been able to figure out. But, uh, all right, what's his nuts? Uh, Petey Meyer, small Petey Meyer, uh, wrote a letter. Uh, the gr- oh, God damn, my computer's acting stupid. Uh, the grandson of late retail magnate Fred Meyer said he banned the group because of concerns over exploitation of the vulnerable. God, that's so awful. Mm-hmm. He also said he was unsure whether drag sentence performers are giving or are in a position to give their full and informed consent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck off. This troop that's only been going on for a, a long time and they're traveling all over the world. Right. Uh, clearly, uh, we just heard someone speak very well for themselves. Yes. The accusation that I'm discriminating against the disabled is incredibly offensive and highly disingenuous. Fuck you, Petey. You just did. You're dumb. Mm-hmm. How can I have you as a politician when you're this stupid? I'm beginning to think you have Down syndrome, Pete Meyer. I did not apologize. <laughs> Down syndrome is a genetic disorder that results in a mild to moderate intellectual disability. Mild to moderate! Kind what? Like, sounds like uh, Pete Meyer. <laughs> it is also associated with the characteristic uh, facial appearance of weak muscle tone in infancy. Meyer said he made the decision to ban drag syndrome after speaking with dozens, fuck you, of members of the LGBTQ community, disability activists, and parents whose children have Down syndrome. He said in his letter that nearly every conversation concerns were raised about the potential of exploitation of the vulnerable. Potential exploitation. Meyer, who also said he raised the concerns with organizers of the drag show, declined to name the disability activists he spoke with about his decision. Yeah, because you're full of shit! Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jill Vin, the other co-founder of Disart, said it's a generalized statement to say that all people with Down syndrome don't have the agency to make informed decisions. 
While Meyer is running for public office, he said his decision to ban drags in him was not political. Fuck you. And that he didn't want to stow controversy. Fuck you. I tried to handle this privately. He said, fuck off. I don't, I don't want to make this political. You did? Mm-hmm. And Dishart chose to leak the letter of concern I sent to our price. Yeah, they should, you dumb right. cunt, when people right. are going, hey, why aren't you at Tanglefoot? Right. The drag show was to be held at the Tanglefoot building. Uh, it's all shit, shit, shit. Uh, small, uh, where does it say that he's got a small pecker? That's what I <laughs> want to get into this article. It says Pete Myers' penis is incredibly small. <laughs> Uh, Smith said he's disappointed. Disart can't host the event at Tanglefoot because his organization and his partners invested significant time attempting to create an environment that should have been welcoming and ready for people to come. Now we have to restart. The drag show is expected to feature three performers from Drag Center and another three local performers with various disabilities, Smith said. He said he expected the event to spark a conversation about disability and drag, but he wasn't counting on Myers' decision to ban Drag Center from Tanglefoot. Friday's panel discussion at the Grand Rapids Art Museum featured Otto Baxter, an artist and member of Drag Center, who spoke to the audience via live video. He said he objects to people like Meyer who say those with Down Center may lack the ability to give their full and informed consent when deciding whether to participate in a drag show. This is my life. This is my journey. I'm very proud of it. I'm going to carry on acting whether you like it or not. Good for fucking him. Mm-hmm. Most people who attended Friday's panel discussion were supportive of Disart and Drag Syndrome. That included Bonnie Miller, whose daughter, Michelle Donahue, has Down Syndrome. So, yeah. Uh, oh, oh, here's some dumb bitch. Here's some dumb bitch. Uh, Kathleen Ray, R-A-H-E, dumb bitch. Uh, I think that's a Dutch for dumb bitch. <laughs> Of Rockford said she believes everyone has a right to express themselves, but she opposes this event because she worries that people with Down syndrome may not have the full ability to understand what it is they're doing. To me, it's degrading for them, she said. They're being used in a sense, and their disability is an easy avenue to use them. Again, a Kathleen dumb bitch doesn't seem to, probably has never met someone with Down syndrome, probably doesn't understand it, doesn't understand mm-hmm. anything involved, uh, and yet she feels like she's protecting people. Uh, fuck her, fuck her mom, fuck Petey. Yeah, I don't, I mean, there. yes, I don't understand all of this. Yeah. You know, again, like, I don't know if it was during this or in our conversation about how, you know, if it was a different type of performance. Yeah. Would people be, people be all up in arms about that? It's just because of it being drag. Sure. Like, like, yeah, you had mentioned if you it had been just like a fashion show. Right. If these people were walking up and down the catwalk. Right. Uh, well, yeah, what if it was What if it was just that? What if it was a dude dressed up in women's clothes just walking up and down mm-hmm. on the catwalk? Right. That's it. Right. Would that have been a big deal? Probably. Yeah. But if it was a girl wearing the same clothes driving, uh, walking up and down, people mm-hmm. would like, oh, yeah, whatever. So it, it, people are just dumb. Mm-hmm. They're dumb. They're stupid. I hate them. Yeah. PD, I'm not voting for you. If someone could get me uh, Pete Meyer. Actually, we should call Meyer right now and ask to speak to uh, Pete. Can we speak to Pete Meyer, please? I would like to speak to Pete Meyer. Should we call right now? Um, we'll save that for Monday. Okay. I have a leg cramp. We'll save that for Monday. We're going to call Meyer on Monday and see if we get a hold of Pete Meyer. Meyer Monday? Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll do that. It's good. We got a new... Uh, we got, we're going to have someone Monday. sitting in. Jason's going to be sitting with us on Monday. So that'll be good. We can do it with him. See what he has to say. Maybe we'll he disagrees with it. Maybe Jason won't be coming on Monday because he'll listen to <laughs> me like, yeah, I can't... Uh, I'm He's like, I'm voting for Pete Meyer. Yes. I'm voting for Pete Meyer. Uh, so there we go, everybody. If you have any questions concerning that, uh, get a hold of me. 
because uh, I'm the one who uh, I'm livid as fuck. Yeah. You know, I will tell people. I heard uh, a lot of it. I heard too on the uh, Eric Zane show because uh, Eric Zane was playing it. He agreed with uh, Pete Meyer, mm-hmm. and uh, I'll fight Eric Zane in the goddamn mm-hmm. street. Um, first of all, I'll have to get on my knees just so that we can uh, face each other face to face, see each other in the eye, uh, and then I'll knee him in the balls. I mean, I know he'll have a gun on him, but I'll still beat the shit out of him. Well, there you go. You just got to beat him to it. <laughs> Uh, it's unfortunate to me when people uh, are ill-informed and just kind of ignorant of the right. situation. So, yep. Uh, I did want to end. I'm gonna I'm gonna continue shitting on people. Um, I'm going to uh, this asshole Kipadota. I shat on him the last couple podcasts. I'm going to continue to shit on him. I have one of his CDs. It might be his only CD. And uh, I'm going to play a track off of you just to show you what kind of shit it is. Hold on here, everybody. I'm trying to see what year Pause this it. was. 2002 is when oh, it came out. Right. It's on the back. It's right. It's right down there. So, uh, but here, let me actually let me look at this. Kip, Kipadota. Oh, it's not even there. Okay, very much a dumb one-liner kind of guy. So very old school in that fashion. So uh, here, oh, here we go. That's a piped-in applause. No, no one is legitimately applauding this guy. <laughs> he recorded this in his basement. I 100% believe that. His name's Kipadota. I don't care if he says Kipadota. It's Kipadota. Yeah, that's why I'm telling you. He, he recorded this in his basement. Piped in applause. I want you to enjoy the evening, and I want you to use the jokes that I'm about to tell for your own purposes. Uh, because I'm sure that he did not write these jokes himself. Uh, this guy, old timers have a tendency to like steal jokes. Hmm. Uh, they reuse street jokes. They, people call them internet jokes now. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, who knows who fucking wrote things originally? Uh, Kip Adota's piece of shit. I offer you the gifts of these jokes. They're yours. Take them home. You will never hear me say, hey, wait a minute, that's my joke. No, I'm giving them to you. Get out of it. Break the ice. It's a wonderful thing. You can use them for many different purposes. Other, except laughter. <laughs> there is no laughter to be had from Kip and Dota. Walk up to someone, you can say, I have a huge penis. <laughs> Not with me. Uh, no thanks, Kip. You're shit. Uh, I'm glad you're dead. Uh, that I, I couldn't, I can't handle any more of that. It was awful, Jamie. So was his penis Correct in the inco- casket? Uh, I don't know. Well, hopefully someone burned it. Him? Hopefully someone burned it. When he died? Uh, his penis was probably the funniest thing about him, to be perfectly honest, Jamie. People looked at it and they laughed. And they're like, oh my God, Kip, uh, are you related to Pete Meyer? Because your penis is that small. <laughs> That's probably what it was. So I'm going to leave you with someone a hell of a lot better.
uh, everybody. Uh, this record. No. Oh. Unless your name is Stu. Is your oh, name yeah, Stu? No. Um, good friend of mine. Uh, his name is Carl Lebov. And uh, Carl, uh, Jamie's going to break my CD. Thank you very much, Jamie. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw Carl for the first time in 1988. How about that, wow. Jamie? How, how old were you in 1988? You were like uh, f- three years old, probably. Yeah, you were no. probably three years old. Eight, well, 21, maybe? So um, I uh, took a buddy of mine to go see Sam Kinison. Like, he was a big Sam Kinison fan. I really enjoyed Sam Kinison a whole lot. I'm like, let's go to the show. I got him, like, a birthday gift. I'm like, all right, let's go. We'll go see Sam Kinison. And Carl opened up for Sam. Mm-hmm. And I'll always remember that because, uh, I mean, first of all, it's Sam Kinison, lunatic, su- mm-hmm. super duper funny, loved every second of it. But when Carl came out, it was probably my first comedy show ever. I was only 18. I'd never really, really been to a comedy club before, I don't think. I'd never really seen a live show before, so I didn't. I just thought it was going to be Sam coming out and performing. Like everybody will have someone open up in front of them Mm -hmm. to like get the crowd going, to get them relaxed. You know, if there's some stragglers coming in, so Carl was that guy. They call him the 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 bullet biter, or you 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 jump on the hand grenade, or whatever the fuck Mm -hmm. you want to call it. And uh, so Carl came out. Carl is. Very fucking animated, yeah. very active, very physical. Uh, he's a great storyteller. He does have jokes that he throws in, and, and they're all super funny, but he's very visual. Uh, I mean, it's, this is a CD I have, but Carl's definitely a guy who you actually need to see in person or probably get a DVD of because he sells so much of it, like from his goofy expressions or what he's mm-hmm. doing, uh, kind of walking around. Uh, so I am going to play for you a track called, uh, simply enough, The Drunk. Hmm. How about that, everybody? So nice. going drunk, so. All right, so here we go. Carl the Boat! What's interesting is, like, when you do this for a living and you meet people outside theaters, and you see the effects of alcohol, <laughs> and men and women, we get drunk differently. Like, when women get drunk, they get really giddy. You know, like... I'm going to the bathroom. So obviously you need to see basically what he was doing he was showing a girl like passing out and the guy just kind of dragging her and in this day and age of me too i get you can't really do that but at the time you're looking at it you're watching it and uh, it was very funny character where this man is confidently walking in, he's pointing at people, he's winking, this or that. Mm-hmm. So clearly this is all physical shit we're not hearing. Yeah. 
So then it, in the reality, it's like him walking around like a fucking fool and knocking shit over and whatever. So it's he's very funny, very super funny, good dude. He uh he was a guy. He does a show out in Vegas. He's running a show out there, and I know uh, many years ago, probably like about a decade or so ago, I went out there, and he uh, he hooked me up with a spot at uh, Planet Hollywood when he was doing a show over there. So I was grateful. And I recently, uh, within the last week, I messaged him. I was like, "Hey man, you haven't been to Grins in a while. I should get back out here." And he's like, "Oh man, I'm staying local. Apparently, he got into a car accident, oh. and he's uh, just kind of recuperating from injuries. Oh. And I did not know that." Yeah. So. If you ever do go to Dr. Grin's, you will see a very large picture by the exit, and it's of Carl, because the manager at the time loved Carl. Definitely a very favorite comic of his. He always crushes at Grin's, does have a bit of a following, so uh, hopefully yes, his, his yeah. problems aren't too bad. He gets back out on the road some as well, too. So uh, mm-hmm. He's got great stories about Kimison. And uh, all sorts of good road, they, road yeah, stories on his own. They were friends, too, They were friends for a long time. Yeah. They toured together a whole lot. And he actually, um, there were some problems. Apparently Sam, and this this is not me talking out of turn, apparently Sam had slept with his uh, wife. Mm-hmm. And uh, all sorts of stories ensued as a result of that. But uh, there you go. Go check out Carl. Carl LeBove, L-A-B-O-V-E. And uh, you'll see some good shit. I like uh, you him too. him. Yeah, and he's a, just a super sweet yeah. guy as well, too. Yeah. So, all right, everybody, that's it. I've done a lot of shitting on people. Shit on Pete Meyer too much. If you live in the third district like I do, uh, please tell Pete to go fuck himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'm not actually going to try to get tickets to go to this performance, the the uh, drag syndrome. Oh, yeah. I'm going to try to do, do that. something today. I noticed at 1 o'clock. Oh, I don't know. We can't go. We're going oh, to see professional wrestling, baby. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo, professional wrestling. Speaking so, uh, of drag <laughs> racing, or we, no, drag. What is it? Drag. We'll see you guys on uh, Monday for the free podcast. Uh, please go like the fan page on Facebook and Twitter. There's also the Six Member Mafia as well. That's six with two X's. And uh, if you have anything you ever want to talk to us about, uh, if you agree or disagree with me, because uh, I'm okay with you 100% disagreeing with me. I mean, it just lets me know that you're wrong. Uh, I get it. Oh, God. N- no apologies. <laughs> no apologies. So uh, we'll see you on Monday. Is that it, Jamie? Sure. All right, there we go. Okay, bye.